Welcome back to The Risk Report. This is episode number 78. And today I am joined by a very special friend of mine. She is the CEO of Bikini Block, Ashley Marie. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Thank you for driving up. I know it's fucking kind of far from Boca. Yes, it's okay. I was like... How's the drive? I was listening to your music. Oh. And it was... It was not loud enough? It, <laughs> <laughs> it was... It was loud enough, but you know, I was, I, I had some, some advice. I didn't even mean to bring that up like that, but I was just listening no, you know, just to your music. Me. Yes. And, and catching up in my own little way of what you've been going on and, you know, catching your vibes, your art that you've been putting out. So always oh, supported yeah. you. I always support people that are trying to do better for themselves and self-improve. So as long as you continue to be I a good person it. and do that, you have my support. Yeah, you've always been supportive. That's really how our friendship kind of blossomed. Yeah. I don't know why I am this way, but it's worked out for me. Well, you've, you know, that's <laughs> all we do in life, right? We, we meet people and it's great to have positive experiences and shape each other in ways that are positive, whether it's just showing support and, you know, being that. Because, man, you know, everybody's just fucking living their own life, doing whatever they do. Whatever they're doing is going to be tough, especially if you're a creative person or an entrepreneur or somebody that's going out to achieve something that not everybody is achieving. Or also there's a lot of people trying to achieve it. Right. So all these fear based things. And then so to have those positive reinforcements in people that are it just keeps you going. You know, everybody is here to share experiences and share kindness and, and grow as people and help each other out, right? Competition is definitely thick, dense. There's everybody doing everything that you're trying to do in pretty much any, any business, any, uh, you know, any creative field. direction. Mm -hmm. So... With that being said, you know, it's not even about, and, and people are not really creating anything new. So the creatives have it a little bit easier, I feel, because usually it's unique to them versus like a business, you know, a bikini line or this or that. With art, it's like it's your art. But yes, there's a lot of people trying to be artists and trying mm -hmm. to be musicians and um, it's still very competitive, yeah. but it's nice to have the ability to create something new and different. For sure. I mean, we're all just influenced too. That's the thing with create, like people who create things, whether it's movies or writing or music or anything that people are creating, they've absorbed at this point so much media and so many different things that influence, influence that heavy, you know? Or like inspire. Inspire. Yeah. But also I, I would say influence. At least that's what I see because, you know, you just grow up hearing melodies or hearing rhythms and you kind of just start attributing these sounds. And I think what we're going to see is a lot of blending of these genres, which we're already seeing, you know, a lot of rap rock or indie and hip hop or Spanish and something else, just a lot of blends a lot of sounds, and it's because I think 
we've consumed so much music in the 60s and 50s those motherfuckers were making it up you know what i mean that's why it's so timeless and classic so it was so unique they only listened to a certain amount of people's music i know it just came straight from them yeah and then the people after them were influenced by those guys and the guys before and it just kind of keeps growing so it'll be interesting to see what the fuck music is in 30 years and that's so crazy and so correct that you said that because i feel like every song is a remake of an older song oh yeah they do. it's like you're running people aren't even do they even have the opportunity to like create something completely different because there's already so many people so many instruments Mm -hmm. so many musicians you know trying to put out something different but how different can you be versus like the 50s 60s and 70s where i mean you were paving the way paving the way but even in the 20s and 30s there was there was fucking music. there was music here's the crazy thing we don't we actually don't realize how recorded music hasn't been around for too long but like music in general we've been doing that shit for thousands of oh years. my god even before the 20s just all the way back you know kings and queens yeah, that had, had entertainment yeah entertainment so so you know the the song uh the house of the rising sun it's, there is a house in New Orleans, right? Okay. I think it's the animals. And uh, that's that's actually a cover. And I saw this documentary on this song. And it's an old English, like, fucking hymn or whatever that, like, people used to sing, like, back in the 1600s, 1500s. Oh, wow. They would go from town to town and sing this at the pubs. And it's always yes. been about the pubs and the drunkards and shit. But it's a melody. It's a yeah. rhythm that had had just been told from generation show to generation and generation and everybody added a little bit more a little bit more but the melody stayed the same and then you know their cover fucking blew it up but one thing i have to say thinking about this and obviously somewhat knowing this but there's one good thing about technology and like all the tv that's been you know put out and all these shows that you know people are watching or Netflix and chilling, like I was able to visualize some of the things that you were saying just from stuff that I've seen on like Game of Thrones. <laughs> oh, seriously. Just Ed Sheeran, some yeah. Ed Sheeran looking yeah, motherfucker yeah. playing guitar. You know, and it's like, that's hilarious. of course I've read about it before, but when you actually get to like, when you get into a show, the vocabulary changes, oh, yeah. the outfits changes, changes, the music changes, yeah. you listen the to dialogue the guy, changes. You fall asleep, yeah. yeah, romance, like everything. Like back then was just so much different. And there were so many eras of yeah. fashion and music. So you like you like biographical movies and TV? Yes, and like ideally that. when it's like based on somewhat of a true story. Um Hist- like I That's love history. I love history. Love so like being able to like learn something that happened and it's like, oh my gosh, that's why didn't they just make a movie about it? They do sometimes. Oh, they got some great ones on Netflix. I feel like being a teacher now is like pretty cool because if you were a history teacher, I mean, I swear I would have my kids watch some of these shows for like homework. Easy, easy. And, like, learn the vocab. I'd watch it in school. I wouldn't give a fuck. And I feel like relationships were different. The way people talk to each other, the way people, you know, the way men courted women. 
None of that is happening now. And it's like, we have lost. Yeah. Well, that's because also gentlemen, like women are, women are, you know, trying to get men to change as well. You know, like a lot of that courting stuff was because these people were these quick kings and queens and we got to sell, you know, sell our daughter to marry this fucking prince. And yes, you know, that and, definitely happened. So that's all and that, that was that courting shit right there that you're talking about. We just yes. romanticize it in the movies and, and TV shows. And yeah. Stuff, the, 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 the like daughter had like her debut, like <laughs> when, when the, the parents would let her out yeah. and, you know, but no, it is intriguing. I love watching a good documentary or a good movie and, then I just go look up on Google who the fuck was Henry the Henry the Fourteenth or whatever, and I just look up like what this crazy bastard did. And you some know? of the stories, my gosh, it's like so crazy. Yeah, it's like broke away from the Catholic Church to sleep with this girl who was literally playing games, and <laughs> and then ended up killing her. What show is this? What are you talking about? This wasn't, there was a movie, um, I believe it was King Henry, the, I'm not sure, but he was like a famous King Henry and he actually had Queen Elizabeth who became, and these are like actually different shows, but this is something that I, from the different shows, I was able to get a lot more information, but basically he, King Henry had Queen Elizabeth. He had Queen Elizabeth with her mother who was not the queen of anything. He broke away from the Catholic church. Cause back then, you know, there was like Catholics, oh, right, right, right. Protestants, yep. um, whatever else, uh, Danes, blah, blah, yep. blah, blah. Okay. So, um, he broke away from the church, divorced his wife and married her. She couldn't have a boy. She had queen Elizabeth. She wasn't Queen Elizabeth yet. She had Elizabeth. He had an heir to the throne with somebody else that he had a male, you know, a son yeah, with. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that he had a son with. And so she couldn't have a male heir. And she ended up like trying. She, she was desperate because he was like done with her. He was so sick with himself with what he had done. They like didn't, you know, the sex thing was like not really working out. <laughs> yeah. They, this is the fucking show. Why don't you just Google like what the fuck happened with King Henry the Eighth? Wait, and then and then <laughs> and then um and then killed her because the rumor the that she was trying dog. that the the queen that he left his wife for that had the female not his mistress because he ended up marrying her because okay. she, she wouldn't marry him un unless he broke away from gotcha. the church. Okay. He couldn't just keep it as a side piece. Back in the day, they had tons of side pieces though. Yeah. He was a king. What was he doing? He could have definitely gotten away with that. Okay. That's what the Danes were doing. They were more free. Yeah. Peace, love, and rock and roll. <laughs> There's so many King Henry's. I don't know which one it is. There's a ton of them. There's a ton of them. But I'm think I I'm picturing the ginger fat fuck. The the the, the the movie was like the other something sister with a B, and it was with Scarlett Johansson. 
and Natalie Portman. And it's a dope movie. Sisters but then there's also the like show Rain on Netflix, where it's about like Queen Mary, the Scottish queen and Queen Elizabeth. And Mary ends up getting her head chopped off too. It's like so wild. Back then you were just executed. They, fuck. they just killed people. And we still have that in our genes. You know what I mean? I mean, That's it the was problem is we're like in this whole new age, modern age, but we have this internal primal way of being, you know, honestly, I think the problem is, is that we're not really executing people anymore. People are just like getting away with. Holy shit. You're what, getting into it now. It's like, <laughs> I mean, we are so overpopulated and I mean, obviously I can't even, you can't even put this out now because people are going to be like, oh my God, she's a monster. <laughs> But it's like, you're well, raping you people, you're out. raping people, you're killing innocent people, and you're proven guilty. Like, why are we paying for you to be in there fed for life? and in there for life? And it's like... Yeah, I don't know. Because we've become more... Back then, I mean, he executed his wife. Yeah. Yeah, we're just getting softer and softer and softer and softer, and we'll see how it goes, you know? <laughs> I mean, yeah, we're... we're what do we put down like the most violent the people that have the death penalty in the states right when you murder somebody that's when we put someone down and we try to do it in the most humane po way possible give you a fucking last meal and all this shit and but, but even, sometimes it takes them like 30 years before they fucking put them down or something even that so now you have to have like proof that they did it because i get that there have been people that have been put in jail wrongfully, wrongfully, and then you can't execute them and not give them a chance. You're so terrified. I'm not, yeah, that I'm not about. But if you're like raping and, you know, a pedophile and killing people for like, like serial killers yeah and stuff. serial you know killers like people you know, just like, like glamorize serial killers nowadays oh with all these God. fucking documentaries and so many girls are just i just find it so interesting it's just so why he's a fucking psycho like that's the most simplest explanation like they're all into as to why, why would he do something like this it's like because he's fucking crazy that's that's it like that's literally it they're crazy we don't need to really look into this people just look into it and try and you know, it ends up glamorizing these fucking serial killers that get two hour long documentaries that everybody's watching, you know? Yeah. It's, they did one on multiple, multiple uh, serial killers. It's crazy. I watch them sometimes. But I hope, sure, but. I hope that people are taking it and learning something from it. Like, look, this guy looked completely normal. You thought this guy was like cute yeah, and you yeah. just like, went home with him oh, and man. he totally murdered you. You like, you never saw I mean, it back coming. in the day that really happened a lot because there was just now no there's so much technology cameras tracking that it's, but people still do it. But I mean, mm. how do you get away with that? I do appreciate that about technology. Holy it's shit, like, yeah. bro, it's like, if you're not doing anything fucked up, technology is really not that, you know, this fucking thing's listening in right now. Mm -hmm. You know, well, if you're not All doing time, anything it's wrong, like, it's, no. So you have, you know, nothing to worry about. Yeah, it's not like I'm over here, you know, running some fucking enterprise and all this shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm just chilling. I yeah. just talk shit.
Yeah, you're not like human trafficking or anything out the trap. <laughs> Dude, I mean, I, that's just, it just blows my mind that that's even a thing still. But oh, again, yeah. like those, like those shows and all those olden times we're talking about, that's, you know, they did some fucking wild, wild stuff. And um, I don't know, it's insane that, that human beings still live like that to a certain degree, especially around the world. But we're so lucky here, you know, to be honest, like for the most part, we're okay. I guess. <laughs> we don't uh, see it as much. Um, you know, but. No, I'm actually an optimist and I believe that your perception is your reality. So I don't think it's that bad. And I think especially us living in Palm Beach County, we are blessed because I think this is honestly one of the best places. Oh, yeah in the world to live and I haven't been everywhere, but I've been a lot of places. I do feel like we got it really good here. What were some of your uh, favorite places you visited? Uh, Ibiza, Mallorca. Yeah. You got to say it with the list okay? because that's how they say it. Barcelona. That's how the Spanish say it. With the list. Now, I don't know if this is true, so I'm not going to Google it or anything. But on my like second night there, and I've been there I after my first trip to, to Ibiza, I've been there like three, four times. But apparently, their king had a lisp, and out of respect for him. They, they pronounce the they, they, no. yes. That's just how they pronounce disease. Yes, it's in Spain especially. I've got, I have to look that up. Yeah. That'd be interesting. Wouldn't that be interesting? I like I didn't even want to I didn't want to fact I didn't want to fact check it because I kind of thought no, it got, was cool. I like to fact check all that shit. I like to yeah. like I said, I get interested in these things and I'm just like, oh well, what really happened, you know? Yeah. But yeah, I mean I do know why shit did happen back in the day, so it's not out of the realm of possibility that that's real. The but, Spanish in Spain is also just like different. They are different. Yeah. I've never been to Spain, but I've met plenty of people from Spain. Yeah, I mean, so the islands, like just Ibiza, Mallorca, my favorites. Um, Barcelona is like, it was very, it was cool. They had like cool spots, but it wasn't my favorite. I really wasn't crazy about the food. It was very, like all meat, just very, like they would bring a whole leg out on the table for you. They just butchered a cow. And I was just like, oh, like, can't I get like a <laughs> so salad? You- I want to get a salad somewhere. <laughs> I, I'm not oh, like God. this. I love. So, yeah, go pick out some, I'm some not, stuff from those trees over there. I'm not a vegan, but it's like, damn, I've been eating like crap. I would just love to have something light right now. <laughs> and I like didn't have that there option. Was no, it was just protein everywhere. Sounds like I'd, I'd love that place. You yeah, definitely I go would. there to Barcelona because tons of skate spots oh yeah it's like a mecca for skating that's cool mm-hmm. so i'd love to go there eventually yeah i've been to italy and dublin i think was my favorite ireland i loved ireland i've been to ireland as well dublin was cool i love that place i liked the nature in ireland i didn't really like Dublin was cool and I appreciate culture mm-hmm. and going and seeing different places of the world and experiencing what traveling has to offer. But 
the nature in Ireland is so great because the weather, it's just so like moist and the soil is like so rich and everything was yeah. so green. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah, yeah we I were. didn't get to explore that. I stayed in the city, but yeah, it seems like those areas in the cliffs of Ireland and all that. And that's why like those nice fucking, streams. Those are Vikings, you know, that's like Viking area. So cool. Loved it. Um, yeah, Spain's really cool. Never been to Italy. Would love to go. My last name's Gafoglio. I'm like long overdue. <laughs> um, <laughs> been to Cuba. Sad. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm Cuban. I have some Cuban in me and I went there and I was, I could get better Cuban food in Miami and it was just very poor and dirty. And again, I appreciated the culture, but yeah. like I ordered some like pan con mantequilla and cafe con leche. And I was like really ready to do like oh, my, yeah. my Cuban thing that like I did growing up and I was so excited and they brought me wonder bread yeah. and cafe con leche. And I was like, that's how we really do. They're like, that's cute. I'm like, I'm like, where's the Cuban bread? And they're like, it's a Cuba. No, this we is it. Just went to a shitty restaurant. No, this was. I was staying at this like the hotel the that restaurant. Beyonce stayed at. <coughs> wow. Imagine when she got those fucking Wonder Bread slices. I mean, that's the that's the great thing about traveling, though, is that you get perspective. You see, you see how people are like and how people are different in different cultures. You see. How good we have it over here. You have to pay you know? for toilet paper. Oh, it's tough. I know. You don't even realize it. It's like, what I mean, if you, you don't, don't have cash on paper. when you're going out? Like, what if yeah. you don't act like, like they don't take credit cards? So just buy the wipes, you know. You just gotta <laughs> fucking I would have just made you. a wipe. I would have just made a wipe business. You know, whatever those fucking wipes are. Yeah, it's crazy. You just take everything like for granted. Like I thought that Ropa Vieja was supposed Kulo to Cubano. come. That's what I call it. Kulo Cubano. <laughs> True. <laughs> like I thought some of these dishes were like supposed to come with rice and beans. And it's like, I just got like the meat and I was like, everywhere you go, rice, beans. <laughs> right? 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 They're like, Oh, you got to order that separately. And I was like, Oh my God. Like y'all need to work on how upselling long you in before uh, a week. Maybe like less, maybe like five days. That's a that's a good seven days of Wonder Bread. Well, I did not continue to order the Wonder Bread. <laughs> I worked with what I had. What was the best meal in a different fucking country that you've had? In Mallorca, there was this restaurant and they had a protein menu and they had a vegetarian menu oh see they gave you the option and it was not like you get to choose what you want it was just you either choose protein or not and they bring out what you're eating and they tell you what it is so you can like choose one or the other and when i went there i was in the phase of trying to be vegan even though i mean now i'm not but i was really trying i have so much empathy for animals and I really wanted to not eat meat. So I was trying so hard. It was like the worst time to try and not mm-hmm. eat meat. But they had such a yummy vegetarian like menu full of flavor and 
hearty and light all at the same time. And I was like, wow, this place is really dope. And I was I was like, I'm not going to forget the name. And I forgot the name. Yeah. Yeah. And that's in Spain. Yeah. So you've been to Spain, what, several times? Or this was all just one trip? No, I've been to Ibiza uh, like three or four times. And then the fourth time that I went was when I went to all the different islands and Barcelona, Barcelona, and... I think Barcelona is with a C, so I don't think you have to do it with that. No, it's. I just list. saw something. It, that's how you say it. I promise you, we can. Yeah. Bring up that Google. Bring up I'm that Google to. Translator. So, you've got a new lineup. Is there summer? Summer's coming up, so you got to be doing something for the bikinis, right? Um. So I do have a new collection that I'm planning on dropping in the summertime. I'm planning on having multiple events going on promoting the drop and bikini block like north east southeast if I can west coast uh as well and type this of is thing like marketing like uh like ads uh more ads yes but also just so Everybody is talking about Bikini Block. Oh, gotcha. Like brand awareness. Because I need to get that up. Because in Florida and Palm Beach County and Dade County, Broward County, because I've been here my whole life, like, yeah, people know about Bikini Block. But, like, I'm trying to put Bikini Block on the map. And I want everybody to be talking about it. I want everybody to be, like, damn, like I need a bikini block bikini Mm -hmm. because they're the shit and not like, oh yeah, everybody's wearing one, but just like, oh my God, they're so cute. And they really are great bikinis. The quality is so top notch. The cuts are minimal, but they're also very functional and comfortable. Like most bikinis are they fall off if you like dive in the water or you, you know, they break or they lose like elasticity um, or the tan line is just so funky. And it's like, if you want a perfect tan line, a top that can be like one top that can be tied like 15 different ways and the perfect bottoms to give you the perfect tan line, whether you like cheeky or thong, or sporty if you're really active, or high-waisted because you still want to, you know, have a flattering cut, but you want to cover, you know, the gut area, then I got something for you. So I'm just trying to let everybody know that. So what are the ways, like, you would go about trying to get it on the map? Well, I'm definitely doing reaching out to other brands or reaching out to like people to maybe get them, get your bikinis too. that might like. So I constantly am getting influencers that want to collaborate with me. I will evaluate their male, female following. I will, because that's a huge thing. You know, a lot of people want bikinis and it's like you've got an 85 percent dude following like what would i didn't fucking think about that yeah like you could get a girl that's got a shit ton of followers and they're all all dudes dudes. oh my god they don't sell anything wow you got to get the right influencer so 
there was a point oh. where I was paying a marketing company and I was paying influencers and I'm just not doing that anymore because I, when I was doing that, my sales actually went down. Yeah. Not like drastically, but I made less than I did the previous year by having new people working on my stuff for me, trying to, you know, take their advice and let people, you know, maybe help me, but it just didn't work. So it's like, I am doing my own social media again, and it's going up. The sales are going up. I got somebody who's, you know, helping me with marketing, who's, you know, not going to charge me until like I'm making a lot of money and just here and there like helps me out with things. Um, and there's just a lot to e-commerce, you know, it's very competitive. Like we were saying, I mean, it is like saturated. Yes. Yeah. It's almost like you have to take the traditional route with this type of a business, you know, not this, uh, influencers might not be the way to do it, but maybe if you somehow get it on a show or a movie or something, you know, even, even the fucking news or something would be better. Um, ad spaces and getting it in shops, maybe getting people to order and just getting it in shops. Yeah. So good news. We have it at one door North in Delray at the Ray hotel. We've got them at the Opal in Delray um, at their hotel, working on having it in more of their hotels. Um, as far as what was the other thing that you said? Um, ad space. Okay. So yes, I'm doing a lot of ad space. I'm doing Google, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, I'm not savvy with TikTok, but I know that it's so important now because everybody's on TikTok. So my sister is my partner. Both of my sisters are my partner, but one more than the other. And I'm like, I do not want to be on TikTok. Like it is one more distraction. Yeah, just let them fucking handle it. I know it's just one more thing that I cannot afford to distract me, because to be honest with you, social media is a distraction. It is. So I'm like, please handle TikTok. We need to get on TikTok. We need to run ads on TikTok. We need to get grow our following on TikTok. We need to do these things yeah, and just let her handle the fucking TikTok. So I'm waiting. She's on it all day anyways, right? I mean, you know, I don't think she's people just get sucked up. And I mean they it's just watch a... videos forever. The show Shit's Creek. <laughs> what is it? The show Shit's Creek. Moira. She's so funny. She's like it's a cauldron for self absorption. It's yeah. such a good way yeah. to to put it. Great metaphor for that for sure. Right. She's so clever. Yeah. Her vocab. I haven't watched that show. Oh my gosh. It's very light episodes, 20 minute episodes. Good to fall asleep to. Very funny. So how did you get started with this whole? Oh, something thing? else. I'm so yeah, sorry. Go for it. Something else. So on top of what you were saying, the news. So I did a beach cleanup um, oh, yeah. in November. Mm-hmm. It was on International Kindness Day and Channel 20 put out like a documentary on me that's like on their website and they like play every once in a while. And 
you know, when you get on the news though, I mean, they literally give you like four seconds. It's not much, but we did get on the news for the beach cleanup. It was uh, world kindness day. We had state county and city officials participating. We had a hundred high school girls participating in a challenge that I had for um, acts of kindness. So they had to do and document an act of kindness. And we gave away like $4,000 worth of cash prizes. Wow. Yes. Raised by our sponsors, Men in Development, uh, AR, um, uh, American Medical Response, AMR, and GL Homes. And like I said, city, state, county officials, and they gave out the cash prizes to the winners and announced them. And then we picked up like 168 pounds of trash that day in wow. an hour. And that's all the people that came out to the event. <clears throat> and what did you do? It was with like all those 200. Videos? It was actually like 200 participants. Okay. What did you but, do with all those uh, videos that they sent in? So the I, kindness. so the acts of kindness. So they didn't like video it, but they had to write. Oh, like gotcha. a paragraph. Gotcha, gotcha. They had to like write a paragraph and take a picture of things that they did. So, um, so one of the girls put flowers on um, vets' graves that didn't have flowers for Veterans Day. Mm. Um, another girl like went and passed out flowers to uh, kids in chemo. So, I yeah, we get. I got to ask this. What was the worst kindness one that you read? There's got to be one. Like it wasn't thoughtful or anything yeah, like, like that. the funniest one. I have to say that they all, I can't, I can't put one down because yeah. they all did an they act of kindness. Up, I'm not. looked up random acts of kindness and wrote them, <laughs> wrote them down. On well, that was, that was like the beauty of it. Like, yeah. you know, they chose what they wanted to do. So one girl, you know, got her friends like purged things that she didn't wear in her closet, had her friends do the same and packed up her car and like went and dropped them off or like handed them out. Okay. So I can't say that an act of kindness was worse than the other, because I mean, it's an act of kindness here. Like, the get, like struck by lightning. Know? I've already. Okay, good. <laughs> See, think, everything happens for a I reason. I think that's the one. I'm not sure. So how did you get started with this whole bikini line? I remember you showing me them back in the day. And they, I mean, I don't know there shit about so bikinis, many, but they looked so, like good quality and they were nice. and They're so beautiful. Yeah. They're handmade in Brazil. I like work with a mother and daughter family team uh, of manufacturers. And the daughter and I actually share the same birthday and the mother and I are like days apart, like birthday wise. And they just do such good work. Um, the quality and the fabric is so top notch and buttery soft. And I mean like soft and thick, you know, they double layer everything. So it's not like a I mean, yeah, it like it's not gonna. It's a very functional, comfortable, long-lasting bikini, and I loved the bikinis. And I was getting a ton of them from you know this woman, and she ended up reaching out to me 
personally, like from her cell phone, just to confirm that I'm like really buying all of her bikinis. And I was like, yes, those are all me because they were in Brazil. So it takes a while to ship and it's somewhat expensive. So you had the idea of doing this and you found this manufacturer and then she reached out like, oh, and there was kind of opened up a new business avenue. There were so many little signs telling me that like, I need to do this. And one of them was even my dad. Like, for example, my because my partners are my sisters. And my dad was like, hey, you know, you guys should start a business because everybody's always my sister's like a big influencer. And my dad was like, you know, you guys are missing out on like an opportunity. Right. So it was like that at the same time happening that that when I bought all the bikinis was mm. happening. And also when before my dad said anything and I was buying these bikinis, I was buying them and I was buying the reason she reached out. She's like, did you really just order like 20 bikinis? I was like, yes, babe, that's me. Like pack it up, send them out. She was like, okay. I just like wanted to make sure I was like, yeah. So I was getting them and I was like keeping them, but also gifting them because I mean, I was going through like at least like five bikinis a year. Now, did you put like a little brand on them or anything? You just bought them for yourself. So at first I just bought them for myself and then I was going to gift them like, Oh, you know, this is an amazing bikini. I bought a ton for myself. Mm -hmm. Like you're my girl. Let me put you on and get you this bikini. But then I would gift them, but then also people would see me wearing them and they were like, Oh my God, where did you get that? And I was like, girl, I got you. And they're like, okay, yeah, well, get me some and I'll give you money. And I was like, bing, light bulb. And then my dad said something. So it was just like a combination of, you should try this. This is an opportunity. You're looking for something to do. Now, I've always had my real estate license, but when the bikinis, it was like, you know, my side hustle. And then also something that an empire I'm trying to build with my siblings. It was never supposed to be like just me. And it's still not because my sisters do support and help me. But I have definitely been doing all the heavy lifting and investing and marketing (laughs) (laughs) and stuff. But they're young. It's your baby. It's It's your baby, to be honest. It's my baby. You know, I just, it's so crazy because it's like, I'm, I'm happy with real estate right now more than I've ever been. Cause I've been doing it for 10 years and I don't need bikini block anymore. I got real estate. And if I put even more effort into real estate, I could probably make even more and do even better. And I've kind of been growing up from like wanting to be like the bikini girl to like wanting to be like the businesswoman, the adult, the strong, you know, um, independent woman. So love bikini block, love bikini beach cleanup. I'm actually so proud of myself for starting that. And I think I'm, I'm so clever how I put the bikinis with the bikini beach cleanup and bikini beach cleanup is actually an official 501c3 nonprofit. So very proud of myself for that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we're raising money and giving money out and giving, you know, gear out and raising awareness and empowering women all through acts of kindness. Mm -hmm. And, And that includes 
showing love to mother earth and actually caring and not having a water bottle, you know, and just little acts of kindness is something that is good for not just the planet and other people, but yourself. Like if you're not living with virtue or honor or loyalty or integrity, you're not going to really be happy because those qualities, those characteristics are godly. Mm -hmm. And when we behave with honor, integrity, and loyalty, then that's when we're closer to God and ourselves because we all have a little bit of God in us. So. Yeah. And that's why those signs have been revealed to you, you know, is because you, you know, even though when we're younger, yeah, we all, we're all human. We all make mistakes and we'll, as we age, we grow and we get wiser. So, you know, we've all done our fair share of crazy stuff, but if you have like, you know, your moral set and virtuous and kind, just genuinely kind, you know, and following your path, these signs will be revealed and the signs of, you know, that you saw with your, with these ladies that you ordered the bikinis from and then the people that were so interested and to what it, what it is now. And now you're in a whole different stage in life where you are a professional woman, you know, and, and you're getting a taste of that, but that bikini, all that stuff, that also helped you in how you are as a businesswoman, you know, how you are as a, as a real estate agent and how you, you know, what you're doing now. And <clears throat> you might be outgrowing it in a sense, but it, to me, it sounds like that's more of like, what yeah, made you're, me? you're, you're generous, your kinder side, your more connected side. And then this is your way to where yeah, you can sustain yourself and, even grow that if you want or keep it as a nonprofit or just whatever, you know, empower women, like you said, and, and clean, you know, it's like a fucking four ocean for hot chicks. You know? I know I'm <laughs> actually going to have a phone call with fo- uh, four, four ocean. ocean. Yeah. Oh. On Tuesday and see how we can collaborate in a way that is not just beneficial for them, but also beneficial for us mm-hmm. because, you know, as much as, um, they're amazing. And the goal is to pick up trash. You know, they, they contacted my sister and they want my sister to somehow be, you know, involved. involved. And it's like, okay, that's cool. But like, I want my sister promoting our shit, not mm. yours. Like you're killing it. Like I know you're good. And I've, I'm fans of them. It's like, you can, uh, I'm fans of them and I'm having the phone call with them, but at the same time, you know, exactly. It's, it's like, you goes a far I, away. Well, because I do work, like my Mm -hmm. beach cleanups are successful and I've collaborated with big companies before, big nonprofits, like killing it nonprofits. And they've never had turnouts the way that, you know, the turnout would have been unless they collaborated with me, you know, and I like even heard them saying that. And for example, and this is not for Ocean because for Ocean has their events on lock and they're not, they're not using single use plastic to pick up trash, which other people have, Mm -hmm. you know, like these nonprofits are literally using single use plastic gloves to pick up trash. And I'm just like, Oh my God. I don't like, I'm like, don't you dare take a picture and tag bikini beach cleanup with your garbage bag and single use plastic gloves. 
Yeah, I mean, what the fuck are we supposed to do, man? We're just people that just buy, go out and buy things because that's what we're programmed to do. We go out, oh, well, I got to get trash bags. I got to well, get this. I got to get that. Well, you can't, you know, completely really cut out plastic and we're not supposed to. Mm. And, you know, it, it doesn't have to be so dramatic, but it's just single use plastic should be kept to a minimum. You should not consume meat you know, with no, with no regard, like you should consciously consume meat. If you're going to eat a bunch of red meat, Mm -hmm. if you're going to eat a bunch of meat, generally speaking, because I mean, that energy, which is why I wanted to be vegan so bad. I mean, these animals are not in good positions. They're crying. They're raped. They're it's, it's so horrible. And it's, they're that energy can't... cages they're trapped in prison for, for you know their kids are literally there's also the free range or whatever and but you know i it's tough Again, wish like, i was a vegan what it's coming down from it's really the it's really the people that are running these things that need to really start the change i mean we could start the change by boycotting and not you know that's where the this whole idea comes from is to not use it anymore i actually saw this like de decomposed thing that like you can put anything in there. I think plastics and like fucking. Um, oh, and and it and it turns and it into and it, and it turns it into dirt. some soil that you can put. I like, don't know about plastic, but definitely it, like you, compost. You could do, yeah, you could like throw some banana shit peels, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you don't have I to throw away any of that compost. Really? Yeah, but like you can't put you know you can't put that much plastic in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could throw like. But then how rich would the soil be, though, if it was plastic? I feel like it's more like compost. Okay. Now, what would, I mean. Well, anyways. Could a a plant handle a little bit of plastic in their soil? I think it could. It probably just wouldn't break it down. So the beauty about that, that I, if I'm thinking about what you saw, is because think about how much, think about how much, like, compost we're wasting with our orange peels with our banana peels with our when you're juicing if you take that and you put it underneath your soil i mean within a week your plants will have sucked and like eaten it up even just probably throwing it out like into these fucking bushes or something yes but it's most successful when you 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 put it and you put it like this fucking if you put it underneath yeah yeah and just like let your plants literally like Mm. eat it up i'll do that i got a bunch of fucking Mm -hmm. banana peels your plant is thriving i'm very impressed good for you this one's this one's a good one yeah um yeah so what about the space unknown that one i was how how long has that been going out two years now it will be two years in well actually this new location, it will be two years in September, but we had like a six, eight person, you know, full little studio closer to the Ave. We're still pretty close to the Ave. We're on like Lake Ida turns into fourth street mm-hmm. and we're just West of federal. So yeah, it's still, it yeah, it's still a great location, but we were really close to the app. Like you could walk to the app from our first location and it was just so little and intimate. And I can't even remember how long we were doing that at that location before we switched to the new location. So probably, yeah, around two years and that's going great. I'm so blessed to have my partners, Naya and Twee, 
because they are, they're the ones really running the show. Like I got to give them credit. Now my class is amazing. The class that I teach, it's so, you know, I didn't need anything else to do. Obviously I've got so much going on, but I just, when I, when it was like Naya and Twee and originally our girlfriend Max as well, I just felt like I didn't want to miss out on what we could have built together. So I was like, okay. So I was like, but I cannot do like that much. You know, I will, I will commit to, and I just like came up with it like on the fly. I was like, I'll teach like a glutes and grooves class. It just like rolled right off my tongue. And I was just like, glutes and grooves. it's so catchy. Yeah. Girls love it. We just added the ability for people on class pass to come to our studio and check it out. Mm-hmm. And we've had a lot of like new people coming in and people love my class. People love Naya's class. People love Twee's class. People come to our like workshops, our special events, like Twee host moon gatherings, every yeah. new moon and full moon. And what do they do there? Music. I see this. So um, like journaling. BB, BB, right? BB. Oh, she's so yeah, she, amazing. She has shows there all the time. I'm what so grateful there, right? for like crystal. She's stuff. really good. Yeah. There are girls that are, I mean, sound healing is sound healing. And it's basically like a, not just relaxing therapeutic thing to do, but the vibrations from the sound actually give your body a, your, a cellular mm-hmm. massage. You're getting a cellular massage from the vibrations. So it's actually also like therapeutic for your physical state. And you like usually lay with your head towards the healer. So it's like head down and just like cleansing shit out. Wow. Yeah. That's a trip. She's an incredible musician. She is really good. Um, performing out at the buddha she'd always go um i think she's got a song that's i'd like, like to have her on the podcast i think we talked about being on the podcast and then i just haven't kept up with her okay but yeah the space unknown was cool is it an all-female studio or so like everything that i've done and everything that i do is really all female so deco realty group my real estate company, I got two agents that work underneath me. I've had four girl agents that have worked underneath me. Two of them have, you know, gone their separate ways and done their own things, but I still got two agents that work underneath me. I will, you know, you can't be prejudiced, you know, but it changes the dynamic Mm -hmm. of things. And I prefer to empower women. So Got real estate, bikini block, and bikini beach cleanup, like all the board members, my sisters, all female. Unknown, yes, the partners were all female. It is an inclusive space of consciousness. We do not, you know, there are guys that come to the moon gatherings, to the yoga. Or like a host or whatever. Or to host, yeah, to host an event. Um, Cacao ceremonies, sound healing events, if I didn't already just say that. But my class is actually a female only class. Yeah, I mean you're working out your ass and stuff, you know. What I mean? Yes, you can easily it's, get creeps to fucking just 
post up on Wednesday. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm just doing the, I'm just working on my ass, you know? Yeah. No. So my class <laughs> is a class for the femme and it's, you know, I think an all female studio would be pretty sick. Yeah. Like, um, and not only could it be a safe space for women to go, you know, because girls can go oh, to yoga class or something, but there might be some guys that fucking hit on you there or whatever, you know, but uh, a creative space for just women to go, you know, like you said, empower, empower your thoughts and whatever it is you're doing. And yeah, just a more, you know, a little bit avant-garde in a sense, but I think it's needed because women in this day and age with all this Instagram and it's interesting because you're, you're such a down to earth person, but you're in this business that is um, very materialistic at times where we see this, you know, we see this with Instagram and all social media. It's like, you know, you're constantly being told what's hot, who, you know, how to be hot and this and that. And I've always felt that like for women, it's, it's really fucking affecting you guys how it's really it's almost like impossible to keep up with the joneses nowadays because you're comparing yourself to everybody's highlight reel these celebrities have so much money and they're getting all this work done you can't work you can't compete with somebody and it looks they look all the same that's the problem you know you can't compete with somebody that literally has like this perfect body, you know what I'm saying? And has all the money to keep up with it because it it wouldn't look good if they didn't have the money to keep going with it. Because it's like, once that deflates, then you got to go and like keep up with it. And they got, you know, the, the trainers and everything like that. So I'm not saying that, you know, whatever. It's just so difficult for women to try and keep up with that because it's not realistic. No. And I think it's a subconscious thing. It's because we're constantly seeing it and, you know, it might not ruin their day or whatever, but subconsciously it's, it's gotta be getting to people. And I see it with like how people go out and dress, people all dress the same. And I'm always like, God, where's your originality? Like, you know, be genuine. That's what I find attractive. I'm sure other people find attractive is the people being themselves and not being concerned with authenticity is attractive this materialism you know that's around us especially in south florida too mm-hmm. you know yeah being authentic is is very attractive and also being like giving like authentic compliments and seeing the beauty in things and having a positive perspective is really attractive and most people don't have that nowadays mm-hmm. and it's why i think social media is part of the reason and part of why relationships lack connection people are not nobody's like ever present anymore there's always like access to something where their mind can go somewhere else or they can swipe left and have a date that night or Mm. um you know swipe right and screw somebody that night it's so wild and it's so easy and nobody has to work for anything anymore it's just like men don't court women and women don't have respect for themselves and women are comparing themselves constantly to what they're seeing. Mm -hmm. And men and women are programmed to think that we're supposed to like do this, or they were programmed to think this and everybody's traumas are just like 
constantly, you know, getting bam, like bashed into one another. And it's just like conflict and disconnect and selfishness in a bad way because selfishness is actually something that could be really beautiful because when you're truly like selfish, but intelligent, you know, that being good to people actually makes you feel good. So that's why you do it. Yeah. Yeah. That's the problem with, that's the negative side of the social media and everything we're seeing it is people, people are watching everything, but they're really observing nothing. You know, they're not paying attention to what's around and, and the, the miscommunication, that's what I'm seeing the biggest is a miscommunication of people not learn, not knowing how to communicate because it's constantly like this and texting each other and commenting and DMing. And, and when you're and, angry and, texting yeah, things just, you don't mean or things you shouldn't, you know, just, it just seems aggressive in nature, like a game in nature. And, and then, you know, you see the ripples of it out in society now and how people talk to each other and just the, you know, a hundred years ago, somebody had to write their fucking, the girl they liked a letter, you know, know. and hopefully she wrote back to you in a week, you know, and then you'd be married for 70 fucking years. Right. So times are changed. People, everything is like this accessible. And that's where we're seeing a big, you know, disconnect with the relationship. And that's, I've talked about this a lot in the, on the podcast and many throughout many episodes, just, you know, cause I was going through a breakup and just all these things I was observing of relationships and, and what's going on in our society and, and how really social media is playing a fucking part. You know, the phone is playing a part in how we communicate and how we tolerate things. You just move on, you know? Yeah. Social media, but also people's inability or lack of, willingness to communicate and empathy. Oh my gosh. Everything is selfish. Yeah. People. It's so crazy to me how people lack self-awareness, how people, how people are, um, lack self-awareness and are just so selfish and don't want to learn how to communicate and be a better person. Just like, you know, you can't, I don't want to talk about this. It's work. And it's like, then you don't want to be in this relationship. You got to like, people got to get over that. Yeah. The problem is too, people, people also interpret things differently, you know, and then that's where it gets a little, that's where compatibility kind of comes in for um, relationships. Where you, and that's the whole thing, right? Where we, we date and we try to figure it out. If it doesn't work out, then you know, that's life, but you start to see like, oh, well, if we can't, if you're trying to communicate and the communication's just not getting through or they fail to communicate, then you're seeing that we're not compatible in this area, you know? Yes. People and you're- might also be misinterpreting it too, how we word things, how we talk. and If you want to be with somebody, you'll make the effort, you'll make the effort to comprehend and communicate because communication without comprehension is pointless. It's like you could be literally so good at communicating and expressing yourself 
and your feelings, but they're not comprehending what you're saying. They either don't want to, or they're retarded and neither one is going to work out. So that's that. But also I think that people's priorities are so important with a relationship because what you value is going to determine who you choose to be with. If you value somebody because they're good looking and that's pretty much it, then I mean, you're most likely not going to have that much in common. I mean, you have to just like really like have goals and values and be like, okay, like, being good looking is not that big of a deal to me anymore. Now I want somebody with honor, loyalty, integrity. Bam. And a six pack. <laughs> you know, yeah, I don't I think mean, that any of my exes have of really had a six pack. It's just a little bit of everything, you know. Um, the physical part of it's got to be there, you know. You've got to be compatible in that way. You've got to be able to communicate. And in my last podcast, maybe if you check it out, you might, you might actually like it because these are things I was touching on. And um, so, oh, fuck, I forgot what I was just about to say. But yeah, these are these are the things that I've been kind of touching on, especially in that last one. Um, um, you were talking about um, what were you talking about? <laughs> See the communication. We were talking we're about priorities, on. values in a relationship. Um, we were talking about the like willingness and wanting to work it out, wanting yeah, to communicate, okay. so, wanting to understand. Yeah, I thought I thought about this recently. It's you know knowing what I want in life and you know, how I conduct myself, and then finding something within the partner where it's similar to that. If you guys both are on the same page about what you want out of life, what you want to achieve in life. You're both, you know, physically attracted to each other, mentally attracted to each other. You know, then that's a more stable ground where you guys can communicate and and try something more serious. I think that's what I'd be looking forward to more in the future for a more grown-up relationship, you know. But uh, that's going through those those phases that we phases. all go through those phases. Yeah. My girlfriend the other day, she's so clever. She was like, looking at my relationships, you could see where my mental health was. You know, first it was good looking. Then it was, okay, now good looking and, um, you know, um, can hold a decent conversation. And then it's like, okay, good looking. Those are pretty bottom thing. Like, I feel like those are pretty basic. Basic. You know, it's like. But be a going through your dating timeline, I would have to say that me personally, when I was younger, I didn't, yeah, those things are basic now givens, but when your priorities are on the wrong things, then you can end up in the wrong relationship. Oh, for sure. And it's all a reflection of self too, you know? And then when, these are the things that we find when we break up is, you know, you're, you're either going to fall deeper into the bad things that you you have within you or you're going to grow and learn from them and realize you know it, it takes two to tango and that you know you're not exactly perfect either right like as a person 
And so when you reevaluate and just, that's the beauty of being single is being by yourself and growing and just doing things for yourself, not having that emotional tie down of like, oh, this is a bummer. It's not working out or whatever it may be. Yes. Freedom from attachment. That's, that's a tough one to figure out because we so badly want to, you know, run to a friend, have somebody to, you know, talk to a companion to validate us that we forget how important it is to source all of those things yourself. Yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, you know, I see that people, not everybody, everybody's different, but you know, a lot, a lot of people have a hard time being alone. Uh, Some people have a hard time spending time by themselves or even having the room be quiet or something. Right. Like some people can't even have things be quiet around them because they're alone with their own thoughts and their own thoughts scare them because there's something with yourself. There's something yourself. How, how do you, how do you expect to give your best to some other, somebody else? That's why meditation is so important. Being able to sit in silence with your thoughts and, you know, it's so difficult because there's so many ways to meditate. But for me, I like to be able to clear my mind and tune into sounds of nature, like being outside, feeling the ray, you know, of the sun, but not like too hot, obviously, but like the birds chirping or when it's really early in the morning, like wildlife is so crazy when everybody's sleeping and there's no cars or anything like that. Any all times of day, I'm, I'm always having awesome interactions with animals. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a little fucking duck that I see over here. For some reason, this duck, when it's when it rains and there's a big puddle, she loves it going over to the puddle by the trash can and taking a fucking bath. And it's the nastiest fucking trash water. And I'm just like, I always talk to her, you know, I'm like, what are you doing out here? You, <laughs> you know, you love this puddle. And she's just, you know, fucking taking a little bath. And uh, I actually thought about this. Yesterday when I saw her doing that, I was like, I wonder if she got in a fight or something and they pushed her out of the fucking territory and she's over here taking a, a bath in this tiny little puddle or something. Because animals are like that. I see, I've see. i seen these ducks fucking fighting out here. I see mad. It's mad a hard not life out there. Yeah, but it's, it's like all survival. That's you know, all. Two o'clock in the afternoon, fucking 30 iguanas all laid out here. Right? I believe I've it. seen the king iguana out here, this fucking massive orange one. So cool. There's this giant like wood stork that's got this like prehistoric black beak and he comes and he posts up there in the fucking morning. So like wow. if people just take the time to observe get out their phones, get get the fuck and off go outside. Phone, yeah. Today get outside. I was today I was painting. I've got this giant dinosaur fucking crane thing that lifts me up and uh-huh. down forty feet in the air. So cool. And I have it down and this girl's like and I have all my paint and stuff out. I think I was putting stuff back in the car. And this girl did not look up once. She looked. She was looking at her phone the entire time. Ran into just you. Smi- no, not oh. even. Just swerved like she was oh. fucking. Like, like saw like, you, but like, was too. Yeah. Yeah, but didn't even laser focus. Fucking phone. It was intense. You um, know when I have been like that, and it's been in, when you're in a bad relationship, and you're like sitting there 
you know, texting somebody in anger or frustration and you're just like, nothing else matters. You know, you're just oh, like, so needed. Oh, I it's the, it's just not a good feeling. It's, you know, self-improvement, mental health, like everything constantly be growing, elevating, uh, self-improving. And one of the things that I just, you know, I've been single now for three years from my last relationship and I'm still healing from it. It is. It's like that. And people don't, I think not enough people take the time to be alone. alone. I, when I, I've only had a couple girlfriends, mm-hmm. right? And that was because I really wanted to spend time with them. And I actually talked about, you know, dating and this and that, right? More serious things. And so there was the college girlfriend and then the girlfriend after college. But in between that, I want to say five, almost six years of being single. Yeah. And it was no stress and it's not like i'm fucking anybody over or anything like that you know you're wise beyond your years i'll tell you and programming i'm sure has something to do with it where you were programmed to not feel like you need validation from a relationship or anything like that because a lot of people unfortunately were raised or something around uh, you know something about their upbringing has brought them to a place where they're just so down on themselves. They don't love themselves. They feel like they constantly need to be in a relationship. They'll jump from one relationship to another. Sure. Or, or that's the thing too, is they get, you know, maybe they, maybe they had a okay upbringing or a good upbringing, but you know, they get in these relationships and then they get out of it and then they just instantly date the rebound, you know? When it's like, nah, that was just the rebound. Like some people get lucky. Like my girlfriend, sure, sure. My girlfriend got lucky. She was doing the like not being alone thing, and met like the right guy. And well, when it's the right person, you can't you can't not do it. Yeah, you're gonna take the chance, you know. But I think what I'm saying is that (laughs) people just, yeah, people just try and fill the void right away. I think Time women more, do that more than men. I think women move way faster than men. Yes. And you see that men are stay single a lot longer because it's like that one that one stings for for the men, you know. Men are more emotional than I think people are giving credit to, you know what I mean? Definitely not more emotional than women, but no. they are more emotional no, than they're given credit, you they know. Are, yeah. But it's like a dog. It's like loyal like a dog, right? So it just had that heartbreak, at least from my personal experience and being the man that I am. And I, but I was raised different, you know, my Latin Latin background and my Spanish yes. father. And even though he was a young father, he instilled in me these things of, of chivalry. And I talked about this in a, in a previous podcast where it's like, or to somebody I was explaining this, like growing up, my mom, my sister, my dad always taught me, it's like, not that they're up here like as a pedestal like women are on a pedestal it's like our duty as men is to protect them and to you know respect them and and be courteous to them and mothers and and daughters and sisters right and so that that chivalry i learned that at a young age and just to everybody respect for women yeah respect yeah just respect and that people men lack respect for women Big they time. straight objectify them. 
It's fucking but, horrible. But what's worse is that women objectify are themselves. objectify themselves heavily. And yeah. and when you give it up so easily, why would somebody court you? Yeah. In my last one I talked about actually if who cares like I was talking about this about how guys are just such fucking assholes some of them and how they treat people and treat these women and it's like oh bro she's a hoe or whatever it's like dude no who, respect. Give, who gives a fuck if she's a hoe like be nice open her fucking door you know who cares like be it's ni- be eight, nice to her have you have seen have time. you seen you know have you seen like, euphoria problem? that everybody yeah but i only saw one episode and i, I wasn't into it and so Bro, i just haven't watched it's it. worse so first of all i've only gotten into two i've done two episodes and it's difficult for me to watch because they're supposed to be high schoolers a. they're supposed to be high schoolers one but i understand that that's like really i mean it hurts and it's hard to see because it's true. This is how kids are acting. These are how girls are acting. I mean, no respect for themselves. Like, not that, like, um, honor and being, like, um, pure is not even thought of. It's like, no, you've got to lose your virginity. You've got to catch a dick. You've got to. It's like. Yeah, yeah. Bro. It's like they've. they've- They've turned like, the no, roles. You don't. They've turned the roles of like they watch too many American Pie movies, and it's like they're trying to be the dudes. Right? Yeah, like it's like everybody's like a how, yeah, just stiffler. Yeah, everybody's a stiffler. Yeah, everybody's, everybody's a just stif- a party monster. And look, as a society, we've glamorized party through music, through movies, through entertainment, through everything. And that's a p- it's, another it's reason that people are so this. disconnected because everybody's doing some type of. Not everybody. There are a lot of people on pharmaceutical Adderall. drugs. Adderall. Adderall. Xanax. Z- exactly. Everything. You know, whatever it is you're taking to, <coughs> to fucking help your heart or whatever, you know? Well, your focus. Anything. Focus. Also like known are, as you're lazy you, and you have a lot of stuff to do and you need to like. crazy that people just get cracked out. They give that to children. You give it to children, bro. Just have a fucking conversation with a kid. Yeah, pharmaceuticals oh, are no joke. Listen, you know when kids get wild, especially the real young ones that like I have a list of like all these kids in each grade that are on this on on this, on that, on the spectrum of this or behavioral things. I just fucking talk to them. Like I, I talk to every other person. I sit down, I get to eye level mm-hmm. with them, I talk to them, I fucking calm them down. And and people are just not taking the time. They're just labeling things like Oh, this kid, just because this kid takes time is different. Yeah. It, it takes time. And also kids are the way they are because of their programming, because of their defense mechanisms, because of how they're trying to being, heal themselves yeah. and their parents, what's, you know, whatever their, home? their yeah. parents' traumas, yeah. like their parents are, don't have to be bad parents, but it's like, you gotta, you know, you gotta heal your wounds. If are not, you're going to bleed everywhere over everyone, and you're going to carry out that trauma generation to generation. There have been times where I have been so like in a deep state of meditation and like really just like facing all of my ugly and all the things that are that I carry with me that are holding me back that, you know, 
ways that I've acted, bad decisions I've made, just, you know, sitting there with all that. And I could feel the ancestral trauma from the women in my life that have gone through so much worse and that's how they were raised. That's all they knew. They did the best that they could. And it's really important to have awareness and really understand why you are the way that you are and who are you and what are you doing and what is your purpose? Like you're, you're supposed to be here for a reason. What's your mission? And like, in the meantime, you got to be a good person. You can't be an a-hole and, you know, have no respect for people or yourself and girls, especially, I mean, you are only going to end up hating yourself and that hate can get really dark if you don't address it. If you don't talk to yourself, you don't need to talk to anybody. Mm. You don't need to go and get professional help. You don't need anything. You don't need drugs. You don't need anything. You need to sit with yourself and be honest with yourself and figure out what you want for yourself and where you're going and how you need to, what, what mindset do you have to have to get there? I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. People, you know, they just have to find themselves and be okay with themselves. Or else they're just not, if, if, if they are assholes about life and it's just negative upon them, you know, they're the person that they got to live with at the end of the day. Yeah. It's really hard to look in the mirror and reflect on yourself and like who you've been, who you were raised to be, who you're acting like. And if that's you, are you happy? Are you feeling like you can't forgive yourself or you're not good enough or so many things that you could tell yourself, but it's, it's so important that whatever you're telling yourself, you know, you be kind to yourself because if you're only telling yourself negative thoughts, I mean, you better believe it because perception is reality. If you're yeah. sitting there and you're saying you can't, you can't, or I'm this, I'm this, then believe it. You're yeah. absolutely right. Yeah. Too much of anything is bad. Yeah. Yeah. You got to be more positive. The negative that naturally comes to every person, right? And it's like we take all these medicines for anxiety and this and that because people just don't know how to fucking cope with what most people go through, which is life and the obstacles and the pitfalls of it, but also the great upsides of life, right? And again, also with like the relationship thing, it's the same concept. You got to just go through all the stages of what it is to hurt, of what it is to fall, of what it is to get back up and of what it is to triumph, you know, and people are just losing touch with that and themselves. They're lazy. They all want the quick fix. They all want the pill. They all want the surgery. Mm -hmm. They all want the perfect relationship, but don't want to perfect relationship that's being portrayed. I mean, what is that? You know, some fucking 
these psycho dudes, you know, all these celebrity guys, you know, they're all psychos. You know, they're all psychos. Uh, how MGK and Megan Fox are the big eight couple, right? This dude got her a, a wedding ring that's supposed to hurt when she takes it off or some shit. It's like, that is subconsciously like not a, not a good sign. You know what I mean? But, but people are like, and like, did he really say that? Like, oh, or is that so just a rumor? Star. I don't know. I think so. I don't, I didn't fucking read those articles to be yeah. honest, but I saw Maybe that they were being posted up. Yeah. And I'm like, what kind of crazy I shit feel is like this? people will literally say anything, anything. and they don't care do because they're, because they're, fucking people? It's they're like, soaking up the fame and using it to their advantage to promote his music to whatever the reason is. And I don't know, maybe that, you know, that's not healthy, obviously, but at the same time, it's like, I mean, it's kind of hot. Like, don't want me to take this shit off. Like, I got it. Sure. Like, I'm like, sure. I'm but, yours. I mean, okay. But at the same time, that's probably also the sign where it's like, oh, this might be a controlling person. 100%. Right. I don't know if I really believe that, though. Mm. Like, I don't know. Why would he, you know? Why would he? He could go do whatever he wants, but I don't know. And it's why like, would, how are you going to do Kanye, that? Why would Kanye? Why would Kanye buy a fucking house right in front of Kim's house? You know, do all this crazy psycho shit that he's doing. Right? No, he did that. He did that. He did that. Right? Come on. It's just like these people are. These people are. I can't speak for everybody, but you gotta. You gotta think that these people that are like soaking it up and and all about this celebrity and all about the antics and all who knows if this is even real. You know that they've lost touch with themselves at a certain degree, you know, and that's evident. They, they have, they, they're like attached to this person or who they were with this person and they can't let that go and they got to figure something else out and they don't want to do the work. They don't want to reinvent themselves. They don't want to get out of their comfort zone. They were comfortable there. Things were whatever there. And it's like, bro, you got to just keep going. Yeah. All we do as a species is move forward. You know, nothing on this fucking planet. I don't think really moves backwards. Everything keeps moving forward, 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 forward. Yes. That's what we're meant to do. Yes. You know, with that partner or not, you know, so many fucking people on the planet, you know, you've got so many different lives to live. We can't, we can't all have this fairy tale relationship, you know, maybe you're just a person who's going to be solely in touch with yourself and have shared tremendous experience with other people and not been tied down to one fucking person, you know, like that's not also a bad alternative. I have accepted that it might not happen for me. The whole marriage, family, dogs, cats, kids, picket fence thing. And I've never been more okay with it. It's like, I hear you, you know, yeah, you, you want these things and you're programmed to think that you're supposed to have all of these things and by a certain age. And if, if you're not, you know, you got your biological clock and of course, like it sucks. And of course we are women were created to reproduce. I mean, it's literally, yeah, it's an, it's, it's what we do. It's It's nature. So 
thinking that maybe I won't be able to do that is like, uh, but I'm just not even, I'm just so focused with my life, my businesses, my family, myself, my mind, my vocab. I mean, everything, you know, I'm just constantly trying to prove mm-hmm. I'm taking Spanish classes. I'm freaking um, learning. I'm trying to learn tennis. I'm yeah. trying to take up tennis. I'm. Did you still want to skateboard? I do kind of <laughs> want to skateboard. It's, you it's skate? Yeah. I feel like it's really badass, And I feel like once I learn how to skate, I can probably like learn how to surf. Yeah, you too, talk about like, too. you know, meditative and skating to me is meditative. Because you're completely present. Yeah, I'm present. You're definitely not on your phone skating and doing tricks. I mean, you are like no. in the trick. You're in the the flow. Yeah, I just go skate. It's just to me, I was so lucky to find that because it was such a natural integration. When I was a kid, I was constantly jumping off everything. You wouldn't think of it now because <laughs> no, I'm always so mild-mannered. Like monkey. Holy shit. I was a monkey. I was fucking off the walls i would dress up as a different person all the time <laughs> different costume and i would just do fucking front flips and just 360s and i was constantly jumping and when i got on the skateboard it was very natural to jump and ollie and do all these tricks and it took a lot of time but when i do that it's like that's it i'm just skating i'm not thinking about anything else sometimes it doesn't even feel like sometimes i'll land a trick and it's like it happens so fast and i'm like wow it feels great to fucking roll away and it's like i wish i just savored it a little more like that that you just gotta do it again sometimes it's just like a blackout of like do a trick and you landed real thing yeah i remember getting that feeling to it in gymnastics like landing a skill for the first time like (gasps) oh Oh, oh my gosh. What a great fucking feeling, especially when you're like 13 and 12 and mm-hmm. like those ages. Yeah. Yeah, that's what got me into teaching skating. Yeah, I, I eventually want to do learn how to skate and I also want to learn how to play chess. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm all over the place. I got so much that I want to do. That'd be cool. I should get a chess board here. Not very good at it, but I'd be down to play. I love playing games like do you know how to play chess yeah really yeah so i like i don't so it's something that i would have to learn those are easy rules you just like i know like the pieces and what some of them do i need some review i need some if you know the pieces and how they move then you can play chess now there's people that fucking probably read books on like strategies oh and they know like the and where to get you to move and but i mean just start fucking playing that's the it's like anything in life right you got to take the initiative, which you, you know, from what it sounds like in your life, this is what you do. You take initiative. When you want something, you go and get it done. You know, picking up any hobby, whether it's Spanish or chess or whatever, is the same way. You just got to get up and do it and not be lazy, you know? Don't be lazy. Don't be a lazy lover. Don't be <laughs> a lazy person. Don't be a lazy daughter, son, um, partner, just, it's so important to always try to progress, to always try to be the best version of yourself, to give yourself the opportunity to be good at something, to, to learn something. And if you're lazy and you're making excuses, then you're not going to get results. 
All right. Well, I think this would be a great time to wrap this up. Don't be lazy, people. Don't be lazy within your life. Just fucking go out there and try and do something that you've always really wanted to do. Don't be lazy. Don't be dishonest. Be loyal. Don't talk about the family. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just grow as a person. Even though we talked about some wild shit and stuff, but life is so fucking awesome. And and when you do look in the mirror and face who you are, and we've all done shit. It's you know, it's life. We all grow. We all we're all growing, like you said, from these past traumas. You know, that's something people really don't think about. Like our ancestors, they had some hard lives. Their ancestors mm-hmm. had some fucking hard lives. You and know? that so energy that, is that transferred. Energy is completely transferred, and people don't think about that enough. That we are we are that deeply connected. You know, and at this point, we're mixed with everybody. Let's face yeah. it. You know, everybody on the planet is mixed with. We so really are different all humans, created you know? equal. We are all children oh, yeah. of the universe, children of God, whatever you believe in, you're part of it. Yeah. So, And when you live that kind, virtuous life, like, yeah, be you, you know, if, you know, just because you do things that might not seem like the best choices in life you're figuring it out you're living your life and it's going to lead you to who you are meant to be you know you're a smoker doesn't mean you can't be a fucking good person right you fucking drink and you have that vice doesn't mean you're not a good person it just means that's something that you're going through and and then like all religions the main focus is do good onto others that's it that's it. You, the signs will be nobody's good. perfect. Nobody's perfect. No, you shouldn't smoke because it's not good for you. Uh, no, you shouldn't. You know, not have respect for yourself because obviously you should have respect for yourself. But if you're kind to other people, then you can work on other things. So. Yeah, we're. I mean, you know, we have so many trials in this life, and it's part of life. It's almost like. You know, we have to try some of these things in life. It's it's why we're here, really. And it's also to just find out what it is your purpose. You fucking do good. You'll figure it out, you know. Find your purpose. Gain wisdom from experience. Live with virtue. And be willing to... Be disciplined because being disciplined will, you'll be able to reward yourself for the choices that you made. So don't be afraid to, you know, have boundaries and decide that maybe something that you're used to doing or kind of want to do is not what's best for you. And that's it. Perfect. Where can people find you at? Um, okay. So social handle is at so Ashley Marie. And that's spelled the way it sounds, but I'll spell it out anyways. <laughs> I think they got it. I'll write it on the description. Okay, so perfect. Spell it out. Thank you. And or bikini block if you're interested in the bikini block. So at the bikini block, at bikini beach cleanup if you're willing to look at that, or at deco realty inc. If you're interested in real estate, yeah, go buy a house. <laughs> yes. 
I will help you buy one or sell one. Just holler at me, baby. All right, motherfuckers. <laughs> if you need uh, some discipline in your life, go to uh, Glutes and Groove class at Space Unknown. If you're a girl, thank you, can you come. Ashley, for swinging by. Thank you. This was a good time. Thank you for the tea. Thank you for the conversation. And um, I hope that you have a cat that has a mustache just <laughs> like you. You find sick. one. That'd be awesome. Yes. All right. Peace out, everybody.